Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well, actually. It was Kebab Club last night, which I do with a group of dads from Henry's Media School. So I'm feeling uh, the impact of that, but I'm doing okay. Kebab Club? I've never had a kebab in my life. Oh, you've met, well, you've missed out on one of the world's great treats right there. The one we go to is in London, Taza Kebab House. It's about an hour drive away, which tells you how good it is uh, from where we live in Surrey, but it's absolutely fantastic. Lamb was unbelievable last night. Okay, I might have to check that out next time I'm in London back home. Uh, What about the markets, Henk? Uh, European stocks rose for a third straight day. Stock 600 closed up six tenths of one percent. The index actually its highest level since September the 15th. Energy led the way, driven by bumper profits from the sector. Online retailer, maybe call it tech company, Ocado shares jumped 36% after signing a major deal with a South Korean retailer. Over on Wall Street, a little bit of mixed economic data coming through from the United States. U.S. manufacturing nearly stagnated in October as orders contracted for the fourth time in five months but there was an unexpected rebound in job openings of course labor market strength is one of the things that the federal reserve has been monitoring in terms of that rate hiking cycle i think investors perhaps a little bit nervous ahead of today's interest rate decision so we did see early gains lost and the s p 500 closed down four tenths one percent NASDAQ was down 9 tenths of 1%. But we are still looking at positive start on the European bourses this morning. Currently calling the stocks 50 up 23 points. FTSE 100 up 20 points. DAX over in Frankfurt up 89 points. And the Federal Reserve interest rate decision. Yeah, as I was just talking about, the Federal Reserve will deliver their latest interest rate decision today. The expectation is, of course, given the fact that we've seen the elevated levels of inflation, strong labour markets will be getting another 75 basis point increase. Consumer price growth in September remained robust at 8.2%. There's been, I think, signs that inflationary pressures are becoming more broad-based and embedded. Core CPI hit a 40-year high of 6.6% in September. Despite the fact that inflation Inflation moderation has probably been at a slower pace than we would have anticipated. We still think price pressures will ease over the course of next year, driven by broad-based slowing of demand, high inventory accumulation and an easing of supply chains. So we expect CPI to be down at 6.8% in December this year before gliding down to 2.5% as you look out to next year. And that, I think, will encourage the Federal Reserve try and bring this rate hiking cycle to a close. Beyond the 75 basis point stay, we think we will see another 75 basis point increase at the December meeting. That will make it five consecutive three-quarter point increases. Then as we look to 2023, We'd expect the FOMC to ease the pace with a final 50 basis point hike in February as risks between inflation and growth begin to level out. That's just the terminal point for Fed funds rate for this cycle will be five to five and a quarter percent in the first quarter of next year. And UK house prices are under pressure at the moment. Yeah, we haven't said that for a while. UK house prices fell the most since the start of the pandemic in October as political market turmoil sent a shockwave through the property market. The average value of a home dropped nine-tenths of one percent, just above £268,000. Buyers, as we know, have become more cautious due to elevated prices and higher mortgage interest rates. Bank of England figures show mortgage approvals slumped by 10% in September. I think whilst we'd expect home price growth 
to ease over the course of next year. We do not expect an aggressive contraction in home values. The impact of rising mortgage rates will take some time to filter through. Since 2018, for example, 90% of property purchases have been through fixed rate mortgages. The Bank of England has put in a more stringent stress test on borrowers to make sure that they can cope with the higher interest rate environment that's been in place actually since 2014. Alongside that, labour markets still remain very strong in the UK, so people's ability to pay their mortgages still looks pretty good to us. We should remember the UK housing market continues to be underpinned by a supply and demand imbalance. The weaker sterling also makes the UK property market attractive to international investors. So I think house price appreciation slowing quite dramatically, but as I say, don't expect a big fall in terms of house prices beyond that. And foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Pound against dollar coming in at 115. Euro dollar coming in at 0.99. This morning, you're going to get 1 euro 16 and a half cents for your British pound. And you're not off to join I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here? I was asked. Uh, they <laughs> thought I would be a useful addition to the process, and Mrs. Potts has been hoping that I would do it. But uh, I'll leave it to uh, former ministers of state to uh, lead the way in that regard. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a strange decision, but um, we'll wait to see whether he lives to regret it or not. He has had a few moments on camera over the course of the past year or so, so uh, perhaps he's used to the spotlight. We'll wait and see. Hank Potts from Barclays, thank you. Speak to you tomorrow, same time. Absolutely. Have, Have a good day. You too. Bye. Barclays Private Bank has been in Monaco for 100 years. Since we opened our doors here in 1922, we have enabled our clients to invest in tomorrow and to influence it, drawing on experience, insights and ideas to help them create the world they want to make possible. And we're only just getting started. 100 years in Monaco, 100 years young. 